Hi, my name's Lou, and today I'm going to be reading the internet for you. Why? Well, why not? And today's what is going to be a visit back to the forums of somethingawful.com. Now, I had started reading something else, uh, drug-related, but I realized I wasn't enjoying it myself. I scrapped it and moved over to this. It's taken me a while. I've really been dragging my feet on it because I wanted to make the other topic work, and perhaps I will someday, but it felt too soon after the spice episode, so I'm going to pivot to this thread. Don't feel like this is settling for something else. It's still good. Before I get into this episode of Lou Reads, I just want to thank all the people on Patreon who support the podcast, all the new patrons. Thank you so much for supporting this humble podcast, which is a very strange endeavor. Uh, and as it's even stranger now that I tell people that I've hit the 10-year mark and people are like, well, I've never heard of this podcast, and then I feel bad. But I feel good knowing that there are people out there like you who support the podcast. And of course, thanks to everyone who listens in general. And thanks to everyone who supports the podcast by writing reviews on iTunes and elsewhere and sharing the podcast with their friends and making other people generally kind of uncomfortable for a little while while they enjoy listening to me. Anyway, yeah, so that's about it. As always, if you are interested in a Lou Reads magnet and stickers, please send an email to loureads at gmail.com and I will try to send you one. Right now, I literally have one magnet left and we'll be ordering more very shortly. But until then, only one magnet. Who will get it? It could be you. And without further ado, let's get right into this reading. Now, of course, somethingawful.com is a comedy website on the internet with a once super thriving forums and now sort of a chugging along forums that are still, you know, fairly busy, but not the same level of visitation and action that this once proud uh, meme generating site was uh, capable of. However, there's still plenty of oversharing, and that's what we're going to be reading to you today. So what I'll be reading to you today is from a thread in somethingawful.com's forums, subforum e slash n, everyone's neurotic, in a thread started by Pac-Man in June of 2008. And the thread is entitled, Dear Person, Open Letters of Complaint from Cats, Brackets, and People, I Guess. And this is a thread that's all about people airing their grievances with other people without actually having to face them. So, we'll jump right in. So the first post goes like this. Bitch about your friends, quote-unquote friends, or people you hang out with but secretly hate in here. Fuck you, sleazy. You're the last person I want to hear, quote-unquote, you should lower your tolerance to weed from. You are a fucking pillhead. Your body hurts when you can't find Vicodin. Your girlfriend literally has dreams about Vicodin. On top of that, your apartment doesn't have a working sink, anything to cook food from except a microwave, and even though you spend absolutely no money on fixing it up, you still can't pay your goddamn rent. I'm sorry that you never buy weed anymore because you and your girlfriend are so addicted to painkillers you can't spare a dollar on anything else. Also, quit trying to trade food purchased with your EBT card for me. <laughs> Also, quit trying to trade food purchased with your EBT card to me for rides, drugs, and other stuff. Most of all, don't fucking call me again unless you're planning on smoking me down or something crazy like that. You're useless now that you are a pitiful addict, and I think it's funny the way you and your girlfriend talk about other people like you are somehow on a moral high ground to do so. Brackets. Also, quit letting pregnant girls take pills and smoke weed and cigarettes at your place. It's fucked up they don't care about their baby, but that doesn't mean you should support their behavior. And permaband member Paisley Orangutan writes, So yesterday I called this kid to see if he could find me some weed because my dude was out of town and he said he would make a few calls. Long story short, I ended up just telling him I would get it from my regular dude the next day and it was all cool. About 20 minutes later he calls and says, quote unquote, don't ever call looking for a bag again because I made a lot of calls and now I have to buy a lot of shit. I could hear his brother in the background freaking the fuck out like, quote unquote, this kid always does this, etc. Brackets, this was the first time. Psyduck Emoticon. I was in disbelief. I didn't care because he was my last resort. I, too, had called a few people, just like he had. I always try to avoid doing this, but never has anyone been uncool about it because it's not like they won't end up selling it. He was basically saying, quote-unquote, look what you made me do. The funny part is the guy is 23 and his brother is 24. They live in their mom's apartment and they all share one car and he doesn't have a license. I met him working part-time, but right now neither of them has a job. He's usually a pretty good guy, but I know he taxes me when I buy through him. Good fucking riddance. If he wasn't such a bitch, I would just not buy anything and make new friends. And an Onichophagist writes, 
I know I pronounced that wrong. Lance, you are a cunt. I don't answer my phone for a reason. That doesn't mean come to my house and see where I am. And if no one answers the door, that seriously doesn't mean let yourself in. It was cool hanging out with you when we had a class together, but you started sharing your feelings about how you wanted to, quote-unquote, beat the shit out of my 12-year-old brother because he, quote-unquote, reminded you of this girl's little brother. It got beyond weird. I don't like that I have to make sure to lock my entire house down and that I have to hide my car whenever you call because if you think I'm home, you will not leave. Next time you show up and try to break in, I'm calling the cops. And Nicomodo writes, Jesus Christ, Rich. Do you seriously think you can get through life without a high school diploma and just live in the fucking woods? What the hell, man? Enjoy your winter. At least get a GED, you fucking moron. And NIN Boon264 writes, I was supposed to be going back to Canada today after nearly a full week of delays. So my friend gets home and basically says, quote unquote, yeah, can we take you home tomorrow? I have to go have some casual sex with some guy. Yeah, great, fine. This totally doesn't piss me off at all. It's not like I'm already feeling a lot of strain from the delays at this point, have no money left at all, have lost my keys, and had just finished getting what things I own that weren't lost by Greyhound together. No, I'm just fucking fine. I'm so glad some fucking casual sex takes priority over our friendship. Jesus Christ, people wonder why I have self-worth issues. And Floatin' Time writes, Steve... I hate how you are a pacifist son of a bitch because you know you are wrong. You are a selfish, hypocritical son of a bitch. For all that we have been through, you had to go stab me in the back. Pushing carts at Costco with a degree at 25 years old, hoping to get into police academy because I have no fucking clue, maybe because your dad suggested it and you still live with him with your new car you bought for way too much, so that is where all your paychecks go? I won't forget what your bullshit, and now that I have a brand new Honda Civic Si, my own apartment, a good job, you get fucking jealous. Our friendship hasn't been the same for the last two years, and now I've fucking given up. All you had to do was be honest, but you thought it was best not to be. Well, look where you are now. Hope you get your head out of your ass soon. Stan, who was addicted to painkillers, has more drive and determination than you, who used to smoke pot, but now on some type of better than it because you want to go to the police force, which you are not a confrontational person, so how the fuck will you handle that? You ask for my opinion, I tell you how it is, and you go against it and screw up. Well, fuck you again. Tick tock, tick tock. And Angry Guacamole writes, Fucking hell, Lorenzo, stop calling me past 11 p.m. I don't care that you know I'm up. I don't care if you can't sleep. Stop calling me that late at night to bitch about bracket girl bracket. She's strung you along for seven years and you refuse to listen to all of your friends, all of her friends, your family, and members of her family telling you that she's bad news and to take out a fucking restraining order to keep her away. I'm glad you stopped doing drugs, though. You're slowly becoming someone I'd want to hang out with again. Smith emoticon. And Lady Goo Goo... <laughs> and Lady Goo Goo... <laughs> I can't even say it. And Lady Goo Goo Gaga writes, Seven asterisks. You are totally and magnificently gay, gay, gay. And I do wish you would please wake up and smell the... Well, no. Seven asterisks. Your toilet gives me AIDS when I look at it. Please clean it or I cannot come over anymore. P.S. You are both still two of my best friends. I say this because I love you. Also, please stop being alcoholics. And Sir That's Gross adds, Drew, you still suck. Way to ditch us last night and hang out with your ex-girlfriend. What the hell? You knew damn well you were supposed to meet with us because we were all going to leave together for Cleveland today. But no, you didn't come. Kate, there's just too many things to tell you. But basically, I'd like to tell you that you're a crazy, lying, pessimistic fucking cunt. You were cool about four months ago, but then something happened to you, and you're just a cunt now. Fuck you. And Fracken Cylon adds, Mark, you shallow, vain, materialistic fuck. You push aside any real relationships, both with old friends and women who might actually be marriage material, to instead hang out with other snobs so you can all congratulate each other on your BMWs and your Italian wine-tasting trips and your stock portfolios. Why the fuck did you treat Colleen like that? Okay, maybe she wasn't the girl of your dreams, but you have highly unrealistic dreams. You are 42, overweight, short, balding, and look like Ernest Borgnine, yet you still believe you are entitled to nothing less than a goddess with the body of a pre-childbirth Angelina Jolie, the brains of Albert Einstein, and the domestic skills of June Cleaver. Buddy, if such a chick even exists, 
she sure as hell is going to be able to land someone a lot better than you. I'm not saying settle for some smelly ham beast, but Colleen was as good as it's going to get for you. She still looked pretty damn fine for someone our age. She is funny and reasonably bright, and she is a sweetheart. And of course, since I got married and had kids, I am now beneath you too, apparently. I don't get to travel as much or hang out with my pseudo-intellectual circle jerk group as much as you, but then I don't come... But then I don't come home to an empty house every night and feel lonely. And Dilly Sid writes, Roommates, learn to manage your money for fuck's sakes. It sucks living with you guys for that sole reason. Rent and utilities combined are only $350 a month for each of us. Not too much, less than each of your weekly paychecks. How is it that I'm always stuck paying rent for the whole house when it's due and having to hound you guys for money for weeks afterwards, and I'm always owed at least $500 at any given time? And why am I always the only one in the house who buys groceries? Why is it that every day you have to bum groceries off me with assurances that you'll quote-unquote hit up the store tomorrow and never do? I bet I've been told quote-unquote I've got the next bracket thing I just mooched off you 50 times in the last six months. My advice, stop buying a $7 pack of cigarettes every day and giving that expense a higher priority than everything else and you might actually still have two bills to rub together the day before you get your paycheck. It's seriously depressing slash disgusting to watch you guys whine about not being able to afford food and then going out to smoke a cigarette to quote-unquote ward off the hunger. It's also tremendously depressing that the only mail that ever comes to the house is overdraft notices from the bank. And Spike McAwesome writes, B, stop making shit up. Seriously. This is why every one of your stories is met with quote-unquote, wow, I bet that really happened, or quote-unquote, fascinating story that doesn't sound made up at all. Too bad you're too dumb to realize that people are mocking you openly to your face. Also, you bring nothing to your relationship except the sperm you deposited in your wife in order to make your kid. Seriously, your wife is better looking than you, smarter than you, makes more money than you, is nicer than you, doesn't lie like you, and actually tries to maintain a balanced budget in the house. You constantly berate her and treat her like shit in front of me, and I'm fucking sick of it. Brackets, funny side note, I've actually had both of these conversations with him in the past week. Let's see if it changes anything. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Mesua writes, You are seriously the most insane fucking person I have ever met in my entire life. Who lies about having sex with their mom and brother to, quote unquote, fit in? Fit into what exactly, you crazy bitch? Not only that, but you drop out of college two months from getting your degree to go to beauty school, which you probably drop out of two weeks later because it's quote-unquote too hard. Now you are applying to places like Target and Walmart, and you are 27 years old. You hurt all three of us with your absolute and complete insanity. When you told us you think you're quote-unquote fine and you don't need help, all I can say is, Jesus Christ, stay as far away from me as possible. I was an idiot for giving you a second chance, but you're gone for good now. So see you later, psycho. You had nice tits, though. So keep that up, I guess. And Michigan Jack adds, Roommate number one, I know you have issues with having to have people like you and want to be your friend and love you, but you're going about it the wrong way. Stop being so ostentatious, pretentious, a little selfish, and boring. Roommate number two, you're gay. I get it. However, that's not the reason you are a fag. I know you find that word offensive, but don't make me feel bad for saying quote-unquote fag or quote-unquote gay. I have never used them in a derogatory sense towards any gay person, brackets or even as a reference to homosexuals, and probably won't. You constantly snap your fingers, whistle, tap on stuff that conducts sound, and somehow draw my attention whenever you eat. Not only are you loud even with your mouth closed, but you are physically two to three times slower in all of your eating and drinking motions. You will constantly pause when the utensil is in your mouth, leaving it in there for two to four seconds. You are not even eating anything anyone would consider flavorful or savory. Asterix. Both of you are bland people who eat bland food and will probably lead bland lives. You don't get that when you quote unquote take a break from XXXX brackets though you never had anything with him that he doesn't like you and you need to move on. That does not mean you buy him a B-Day present. You may find him gorgeous but you admit you are only attracted to supermodel type guys. You really wonder why you have not significant other? And why would they be attracted to you? You are no prize pig yourself. You also monopolize the bathroom and your hair is stupid. You remind me of John Ritter in Sling Blade. That style may or may not be for letting others know you are gay, but it's fucking weird. And Internet Pizza adds, 
M, you are the most meat-heady guy I have ever met. Stop walking around in your underwear to show off your body. That's fucking weird. Also, who the fuck sighs when they do something as small as move their mouse? It's not like you're lifting weights all the goddamn time. Oh, you have asthma? Fucking bullshit you have asthma. You're on the track team. If you had asthma, you'd have a fucking inhaler. Also, stop staring at my computer screen whenever I'm doing something. It's my screen. If I had something to show you, I'd show you. Stop looking over my shoulder and asking stupid questions about what I'm doing or playing. It doesn't concern you. Go back to playing Titan Quest or whatever the fuck you've been playing for the past four weeks. Your girlfriend is a dumb cunt. Keep your damned phone on you so your dumb cunt girlfriend doesn't come in the room when I'm there and go, quote unquote, do you know where M is? Fuck, if I didn't know the first time you asked me 10 minutes ago, I sure as hell don't know now. I'm glad that I don't ever have to live with you again, so I never have to walk in on you two making out on your bed. Have some common decency and put some sort of sign on your door. Hell, even a piece of tape over a locked keyhole would be great. Also, tell her to cut the fuck down on her perfume. Every day I come back from class, it smells like you went into her room, rubbed her all over you, and came back to our room. What, you don't smell anything? She wasn't wearing any perfume that day? That's the biggest load of bullshit I've ever heard. Not everyone is out to get you. Your writing teacher treated you badly because you're a homophobic asshole who throws around the word quote-unquote faggot like it's nothing. The bookstore isn't trying to fuck you over when they buy your books back. It's all a matter of supply and demand. If you don't like the prices you get there, make an eBay account and sell them there like Matt does. All your friends are meathead douchebags too. Except Corey. He's pretty cool. And Jägerhund writes... Fuck you, Kevin. I understand that your commitment to our mutual hobby does not come within a fucking light year of equaling mine, but when your participation in a group activity that requires a solid number of players is, as near as I can tell, dead fucking last on your list of priorities, maybe you should look into finding a new hobby. Or at least finding a group of people who won't be saddled with your bullshit albatross wishy-washy attitude. It wouldn't even be an issue if it weren't for the fact that you've been there longer than me and your friends don't want to kick you out. But while their friendship keeps them from feeling angry at you and instead just causing them to become disappointed at your gold bricking, I am no friend to you and wish you'd just go the fuck away so we could replace you with someone who gives a shit. You're an asshole. And Bebalo or Pabo Palo writes, Travis, you're a great guy and all, but your feet fucking smell really badly. It doesn't help that you don't wear socks. Seriously, wear some fucking socks. Also boxers. Every time you bend down to get something, I see your entire ass crack. Not just the top, the whole thing. Even if you don't wear boxers, you could at least wear shorts that fit or use a belt. And Tom Collins adds, SC, look man, good on you for quitting smoking weed. It's probably about time. But don't try to get the people around you who you're still selling fucking weed to, to quit too. They want to smoke it, and you need the money. Secondly, your plan to move to the middle of bumfuck nowhere to work on trains is going to backfire horribly, and you're going to be pretty damn depressed when you realize you've given up hundreds of friends down here to make a reasonable but not impressive amount of money out there. ST your girlfriend is a two-faced cunt weasel. Seriously, I know this because she's so nice when I'm around, but you have these half-mentioned stories you bring up from time to time. I know she was your first serious girlfriend and that she has helped you grow up a lot, but it's time to cut ties and get the fuck out. You're a good-looking guy with charisma and a decent job. You should be able to date eights and nines if you want to. And for CD, you've got a son now. Whether you care to acknowledge his existence or not, you've basically ruined a girl's life because you were too lazy to use birth control. Man up and take care of it. I'm not saying marry her, but I'm saying take care of your kid. And Panties adds, Dear Carl, You have worked the same shitty customer service job since you were 18 and then dropped out of college and I didn't have a problem with it. But you started getting drunk every weeknight and hanging out with your work buddies so you could be all miserable and complain about work and life. You dated every crazy chick within 20 miles and then used it as an excuse to put down all women. Stop picking up women from the battered women's shelter. And it really pissed me off when you drank all of my good scotch and said it tasted like piss. I hate you and you're fat. I mean really fat, like 5, 6, and 300 pounds. And fuck you for farting on my head. I took a shit on your deck. P.S. You're a fat bastard. I feel better now. And band member Double Player adds, M.M. Just tell me the truth or lie to me properly because it pisses me off if you think I'll fall for the same shit again. I know that every time you say quote-unquote nah to an option to go outside, it means you want to play WoW. 
I don't hate that you want to play the game. I hate the fact that you lie to me so incompetently it hurts my eyeballs. FM, I don't even know if you're my friend. You know that I like honesty and such, but you never tell me that something I did pisses you off. How am I supposed to be a better person if no one nitpicks my stupid mistakes? And try to listen to me once in a fucking while. And Dick Williams adds, My friend T is absolutely crazy and I'm stuck living with him this year and I'm regretting it. He heard a rumor that me and this girl that he liked and rejected him hooked up and he flipped shit on her and me. It never happened. Last night, we were at this bar and she came, and I started talking to her and left with her and her friends to go somewhere else. He got cut off because he was acting like such a complete asshole to everyone, he flipped on me again. I really want to hook up with her now just because of the way he's acting, and that makes me such a terrible person, but seriously, man, get the fuck over it. And Tag Gherkin writes, Josh, you slimy motherfucker. You know exactly how I felt and you still spent most of the day cutting in on my shit and flirting with my girl. Even when you're still ordering your ex to do whatever you want and have sex on demand, but can fuck other girls because you're technically single, but you insist you're not using her, you can't even be yourself. I treated you like a little brother and all you do now is try to one-up me, copy everything I do, and be me. Get your own life, you little cocksucker, and I swear to God, if you pull this shit again, I'm going to batter you. Fern, quit being a whore. Honestly, stop sleeping around, stop playing mind games, grow the fuck up, you pathetic little cunt. Also, you BS so much about spirits and tarot cards and getting weird presences, and you talk about what a big stoner you are when you have some on a spliff and giggle like mad and chat bollocks all day. All that pot you got for a fiver? Yeah, I think you just fucked that dude for it. It's just the type of thing you'd do. Like you fucked Kirian the first day you hung out. You're a slut, and I dodged a bullet with you. <laughs> All right. And Magic Ninja adds, B, you're my boy, but some of the shit you do pisses me off. First, making out with the girl I was chasing after a while while I was on vacation was a dick move. I know we weren't going out yet, and I know you've known her for a long time, but that shit irritated the fuck out of me. Also, I hope you enjoyed getting friend-zoned by her for the rest of your life after that. You got to listen to her bitching while I got her to go down on me. <laughs> Second, you are not better with women than I am. It pisses me off to no end that you try to lecture me on how to talk to women, even though the only chicks you've ever quote-unquote picked up have been a chubby skank hoe and a mediocre chick that was a little bit crazy. You are reading quote-unquote the game. I mean, come on. Not every chick you meet is into you. Accept it. Especially not the waitress at the bar that puts her hand on your shoulder when she asks if you want another beer. Third, it infuriates me when you try to equate how you felt after dumping your girlfriend of six months with how I felt after getting dumped by my girlfriend of four years. The two situations aren't even remotely fucking close, and it's cool that you're trying to help me out, I guess. It's pretty goddamn insulting when you tell me that the feelings are the same. You've never been dumped. You just don't know how I feel, so stop trying to tell me that you do. <laughs> and Liz Conqueso writes... Hey, Lily, thanks a lot for fucking my brother. Some quote-unquote best friend you are. If anyone was aware of how much I hated my friends hooking up with my brother, brackets, which has unfortunately happened several times, it was you. You heard it dozens of times. How livid I became when it kept happening. Thanks for acting like I was the bitch for eventually ignoring you after you stopped hanging out with me and only hanging out with my brother. And really, most of all, I appreciate how I had to find out about it months after the fact through another girl who had been cheated on by my brother with you. Unprotected. Smart, bitch. If I were a lesser person, I'd tell your boyfriend, a good friend of my brother's, just what happened. Too bad he's a nice guy and I can't do that to him, no matter how much I think you deserve to be dropped on your ass by him. You totally and completely backstabbed me and burned any smidgen of a bridge there was left for us to continue our friendship. You reminded me why it's ridiculous to trust any female 100%. <laughs> There's a lot of weird weed threads here. And Renee Rancourt writes, Friend one, you are a fucking douchebag who won't shut the fuck up about weed. Yes, I know you're addicted. Yes, I know it's okay you're addicted because weed doesn't fuck you up that bad. Stop fucking talking about your addiction to weed. You've been toking for about eight months. Also, you suck at poker, and I love spending your money on weed that I don't smoke with you. Friend two, you are a fat bitch who is dating a guy that will be sent to prison in a month. You are literally the second worst person I know. The worst being the guy you're dating, who stole charity money from his own brother's memorial. You're white trash born in the suburbs. Friends 3, 4, and 5, I shouldn't make sweeping generalizations about bisexuals, but all three of you are just doing it for the attention. 
there should be a line graph showing the relationship between the ugliness of a girl and how sexually, quote-unquote, open she is. Other than that, my friends are pretty cool. They just get on my nerves sometimes. And band member She Venom adds, S, fuck you. Fuck you for always taking advantage of the fact that I'm nice and that I care about you and your family more than your own family does. Yesterday, you asked me to watch your crotch lengths for 15 minutes while you gave blood on your birthday. You specified that it would be only for 15 minutes multiple times. 15 minutes turned into over an hour while I had other crotch fruit to be watching who wanted to get home to eat lunch. Your oldest crotchling grinned like Satan when he finally got me to raise my voice at him. He looked like this. There is no picture. I won't be watching your crotchlings again until you pay me back for the other times I've watched them. And I'm not accepting you burning with me as payment either. Also, stop acting like a psycho stalker now that I have a boyfriend. Brackets, I like being around him more than I like being around you. Get over it. Calling me at 8 a.m. Brackets, it makes me want to punch your fucking face in. Talking about Jesus in every fucking conversations. Brackets, you know I'm not religious. Asking for stupid little favors slash if you can borrow things. Letting your oldest crotchling get away with everything. Brackets, he's going to turn into a brat, which you really don't need with an infant to look after. Coddling the infant. Brackets, she needs to learn how to comfort herself. It's no wonder she screams like a banshee the second she needs something. Acting like you and your family are better than everyone else. Believing old wives' tales are true facts. Bragging about trivial things. Being racist. In short, you're a user with no common sense. You should think about closing your mouth and picking up a book. I love you, but fuck you. And VW Dude199 writes, Dear D, your quote-unquote beats suck, and people only say they like them to make you feel good. B doesn't like you at all, so stop trying to mack up on her, and I swear if you push me out of the way one more time, I'm going to smack you across the fucking head. You are a dumb cunt. Thanks for your time, douchebag. And Agent X adds, Dear M, please stop playing World of Warcraft and quote-unquote secretly going out with C. When I met you a year ago, I admire you for being an interesting smart person who could roll with jokes and always had a story to tell, an extrovert to my introvert personality. We smoked a lot of pot without a care in the world that summer, and for what it was, it was pretty cool hanging out with you. However, once you picked up WoW, you stopped doing anything else that was fun. Now all you do is waste your weed playing a game you constantly say you quote-unquote hate after you come home from your $7 an hour call center job. It's okay that you don't know what you want to do in your life. You're still in college. And I can put up with having C around, although she is terrible for you. But you have to face reality and start working on yourself again and put down WoW. Dear C, continue taking your medication, but please, for the love of God, go back to therapy. You willingly took up a WoW addiction so you could have an excuse to spend time with M because you have a dependency issue. He doesn't really like you, just uses you for sex. He hates your dog and the stupid, creepy stuff you say. That said, I can't say you are all bad. You understood some of the shit I was going through because you are going through the same. But you need to get your head straight, get a job, and go out and meet new people. Dear B, you're doing better now. Going back to school after working some shitty retail slash food service jobs will do wonders for your work ethic. Just stop being a pussy and stand up for yourself more often. Again, it's okay you don't know what you want to do. At least you're figuring it out and have severely cut back on your wow and pot smoking. Once I get a steady job and can smoke again, you're going to share my first bowl. And band member Cousin Roman LMAO writes, Dear B, your writing sucks shit. Please discontinue writing in all forms. This includes notes on Facebook and MySpace, any forums you post on, and real-life writing. Just because your equally retarded friends say your writing is good doesn't mean it is. These comments only fill your already bloated ego. I would like you more if you liked writing for the challenge. Instead, you enjoy the reward that comes from writing. Also, when you write a new quote-unquote story, brackets 500 words or less, of course, try not to use the same recycled characters. Finally, use some literary devices, dickbag. Also, you're an atheist. We get it. You're real edgy. Coupled with your late infatuation with Maddox, you're the edgiest fucking person in the world. Feel free to tell me why I should be an atheist or tell me a fresh new quote from Maddox that I read years ago. And Turd in my singlet writes, Brandon, Jesus Christ, what kind of person is too shut in to come to a LAN party? And Erg 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 adds, are you for real, X? I've known you since fourth grade. We've been through almost everything together and you start to treat me like shit because I agreed with your opinion on how your relationship stands. Your boyfriend is a fucking OxyContin addict. All he does is rail Oxy. I know he wasn't like that two years ago when you started to date, but believe me when I, your oldest and closest friend, tells you that the boyfriend you knew is gone, not coming back. 
I can't believe how insanely self-centered you are. I didn't start to notice until everyone started to point it out to me that you don't ever give a shit about what I want to do. I want to go to this bar, too bad for me, I guess, or going to that fucking shitty one that you want to go to. I'm also tired of you 2 a.m. phone calls asking me if I think you're fat. I don't care. For the record, you're not fat, but for some reason you've come to the rationalization that the reason your boyfriend can't sustain an erection isn't because he just did five lines of oxy that day. It must be because being five foot five and 120 makes you fat. Then you compare yourself to me? Why would I respond to, quote unquote, do you think people look at you and think, wow, because I do? Amazing. You are truly a piece of fucking self-deprecating, manipulative, selfish work. And sweet Willie Rollbar adds, H, seriously, what the fuck? What the fuck is wrong with you? How are you such a fucking social pariah all of the time? You are super stupidly offensive and not in a funny way. You always talk about how you just do not give a fuck what others think of you for what you say. About how if they don't get it, they can fun off. Then you turn around and freak out at them when they call you on your creepy, creepy behavior. If you seriously don't give a fuck, then just don't, okay? You cannot have things both ways. You can either say the creepy shit you want because you are a mouth-breathing idiot and deal with what people say to you, brackets, and truly do so, or you can just change yourself. Sadly, I don't see you doing the latter. So fuck off. Just because you are a fat fucking loser who cannot accomplish anything in your life, it doesn't mean that everything is a contest. Oh, you can slug a lot of shots and then claim you aren't drunk at all while slurring your speech and stumbling around? Great. I am really impressed. Man, I bet those girls you sleaze all over are really impressed. Also, what is with the horrible, frustrated grunt-slash-screech sound you make when you're frustrated? It makes you sound like a child, which is how you act. I don't usually care about how others think of me based on who I hang out with, but you are a special case. I feel that if I hang out with you, I am being associated with you, and honestly, I cannot handle that. Also, stop inviting your stupid ass to other people's parties and events. If people wanted you along, they would tell you and accommodate. Also, when you do invite yourself, why not cut out the whole thing where you go around and tell people there's been a time change when the person who planned it hasn't made this time change? It's rude, it's obnoxious, and it's just disrespectful. How do you plan to get any respect without giving any out? Also, interest in anime will not get you the Japanese girl you want. Sorry! Edit. Also, M. Fuck you as well. I took care of your severely drunk ass because H had to have everyone get hammered to the point of puking. You know what I love? Holding back your hair while I was kind of tipsy but had to focus to help you. It was great when I got your puke on me. <laughs> it was great when I got your puke on me when taking care of you. It was the best. Seriously, I love puke. When you get mad and say I'm ignoring you after the fact, what the fuck? I called you the next day to make sure you made it back safe. Oh, how about when you made me feel all creepy by repeating, quote unquote, stop touching me while I was holding your hair as you blew chunks? Yeah, those were special times we shared. Then you get all hostile and freaking ruin my day with your self-entitlement issues. Fuck you. I had a crush on you. Yeah. But then I realized that you are totally selfish and only care about yourself. I'm not saying you should suck my dick for helping you out. That's not it. I did it as a friend. You could be a friend back by not scolding me and making me freak out. Was that some sort of test? I don't get it. People were saying it's because of quote-unquote cultural differences. I studied in your culture for a year, and while that doesn't make me an expert or anything, I never ran across behaviors like yours. Next time you overdrink, I hope you wake up covered in your own vomit in a strange house where no one cares about... <laughs> Next time you overdrink, I hope you wake up covered in your own vomit in a strange house where no one cares enough about you to get you a ride home. Seriously, learn to consider other people for once in your fucking life. And Maker of Shoes adds, R. Die in a goddamn fire. I can't stand the fact that you call me bored from paradise while I'm stuck working 60-hour work weeks to pay my fucking bills. Fuck you. I loathe your cats. I want to make hats out of them. Fuzzy ones that I can dance and parade around in them. Stop asking me to do favors for you new girlfriend. She has a car, money, and a cell phone. Tell her to fucking do it. Or hell, why don't you fly back and do it for her? Arg! I want to stab you! 
Get your ex out of the house. Surprisingly enough, I hate her more than you. All she does is bitch, piss, and moan about how horrible you are. Most of it is bullshit, but I'm still the one who has to listen to it. And clean out the fucking garage. I pay the same rent as you, yet the only thing allowed in the garage, it seems, is the mountain of shit that's yours and Black Widow's. Stab, stab, stab. Edit. This incoherency has been brought to you by the letter L and my inability to move out until April. And Kyle L writes, Jay, fuck you and your new rich best friends. Back when I was the only one with a license, you called me to go out and drink every weekend. But since you went to grad school and ended up in a class of wealthy people, you haven't called me in more than a year. And you even tried to bullshit me, saying the reason was that they drank a lot. Like suddenly I'm a recovering alcoholic and you're making me a favor. Just don't come crying to me when your family stops giving you money and you find out your new friends won't call you because you won't be able to get a job in this shitty economy to pay for their shitty expensive booze. J.M., you're one of my best friends, but you're an idiot when it comes to women. It wasn't enough that you ended up having a kid with a crazy Christian girl. You keep hooking up with fat, dependent women who'll cling to any mildly attractive and funny guy who pays them a bit of attention. All of this while you try to get back with your college XGF. Also, fuck you for canceling our outings at the last possible minute just so you can go fuck with your latest fling. You're a really cool dude otherwise, man. And I don't know you writes. P. I can't believe the way you treat me now, always talking down to me like I was some sort of fucking retard when you're really just a shut-in loser who has nothing better to do than make fun of people you barely even know and refuse to bother trying to get along with, even though they're far more interesting and awesome than you could ever be. I don't know why you think you have the right to be such a tremendous, pretentious asshole all the goddamn time, but it's really grating on everyone's nerves. You used to be such a cool kid. What the hell happened? Shape up or get out. Seriously, I try so hard to be nice to you, but it always ends up in you making me regret ever speaking to you. S. We have always had such nice conversations until your friends arrive, and then you won't even deign to speak to me. Grow up and stop being such a jerk. And the ultimate Frisco adds, To all of you in the group that used to be my friends. 1. It's not polyamorous, fucking with everyone indiscriminately. It's being promiscuous. Two, no, I don't give a shit that you fuck everything with a pulse. It's not my job to care. It's college anyway. Experiment as much as you please. Three, stop shunning everyone who prefers not to have an open relationship. Maybe we'd rather invest in one good person than spread it out. There's nothing wrong with that, just like there's nothing inherently wrong with what you're doing, but don't martyr yourself just because I prefer one person to spend my life with and you'd rather have more. It doesn't mean I think you're a bad person. 4. However, your selfishness has made you horrible people I'd rather not associate with. Also, your inability to access your human emotions in a healthy way. Having feelings is not a bad thing. Don't be ignorant about them. They are part of you. Acknowledge them. 5. Along with shunning monogamous people, stop trying to convert people who are obviously not interested in your lifestyle. You guys are not sexual liberators, you just like to fuck. Get over it. And now for some personal shoutouts. Personal 1. Figure out who you are on your own, without anyone else's help. You don't have a personality, and it makes me sick to think we went out for so long and I still hadn't figured it out. Person 2. I have lost so much respect for you since August. You make your ex feel like shit, proceed to hook up with almost everyone he hung out with this summer, and then give him shit whenever he makes a move on a girl that F hadn't really claimed. P.S. F is an open relationship person, so why should it matter? Don't scold people for having a different lifestyle than yours. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of you being fake, and I'm tired of you not getting help when you internalize your horrible conflict resolution skills, but rather breaking your shit or cutting yourself with your own nails. Get help! Person 3. You fucked your best friend's ex and in turn not only made everyone involved feel super awkward, but possibly ruined my senior year plans. Fuck you! In conclusion, no, not a lot of this directly affects me, but fucking with my friends still fucks with my life and I'm tired of it. I want to graduate and be done with this immature shit. Joke's on you, it never ends. <laughs> and Mr. Speaker adds, I'm starting to think that one of my roommates, a good enough friend that I opted to live with him for another year in a different house, is just a total dickbag in disguise. I don't want to be enemies with him, but now I think that when college is done with, I won't want to have anything to do with him, work-related or otherwise. Brackets even in an industry that's basically all networking.
He and I argue badly. Last month, we got into a heated argument over the thermostat. It's fucking cold in my basement room. The stat is upstairs, and he likes to turn it off entirely during the day, which I can sort of understand, but I offered to compromise, moving it down to like 15C instead of off entirely, so it doesn't just turn on as often or stay on as long. He wanted none of it and used the oddly tried-and-true tactic of saying, quote-unquote, I know what you're saying, man, over and over while I'm trying to talk. Naturally, this really gets to me as I hate being interrupted, so I started to yell and soon enough we're pretty much at each other's throats and insulting each other. We cooled off and about 20 minutes later I went to apologize saying quote unquote look I'm sorry for being a bit of a dick but I really don't like the way you argue. While shaking my hand he simply said quote unquote yeah same to you. Not so much as a quote unquote sorry. Stupid little things. He's incredibly stubborn. Spent like 45 minutes staring at static in the living room, trying to get a fucking Atari 2600 hooked up last night, while I and a couple of others just said we wanted to watch TV. Brackets, and he's got a TV in his room anyway that does work with the Atari. He likes to brag about his job running soundboards at the college bar. Brackets, a job anyone in our program could do. How he lies on our stubs and gets paid for doing nothing, and oh yeah, he sells dope on the side. His frequent quoting of idiocracy, quote-unquote, I like money, seems to me like a thinly-veiled brag everyone someone buys an eighth ounce from him, because he knows I don't have a job at this time. He's either borderline ungrateful for all the things I do, or just doesn't know how to show it. After our party on Saturday, he wanted me to come to the school studio to track drums for his project. I'm a drummer, but also very engineering slash tech savvy. I fixed a cue system issue he would never have gotten around, and tracked about five takes, brackets and some snare stuff, all while violently hung over. I barely even heard so much as a quote-unquote, thanks for coming in, man. He might have said it once, but within an hour of the session, he was back to his same old inconsiderate itself, responding to my laying in the recliner trying to rid the hangover by saying, quote unquote, I think I'm going to blare some music then. Oh yeah, and he threw a boot at me at the party. Well, he threw it down the stair landing by our side door where all the shoes were. I was coming up the stairs. He didn't even look down before whipping the boot. I was drunk, but a steel-toed boot hitting you in the chest at a pretty high speed is going to piss anybody off. I probably said something like, quote unquote, man, what the fuck was that for? Again, no apology. Quote, unquote, well, you shouldn't have come up the stairs so fast, man. Fuck him. I'm not going to help him anymore in the recording studio or at home improving his shitty rhythm. Unless maybe he pays for a peer tutor contract. Quote, unquote, I like money. I can anticipate him failing out of the program, too, but I won't lose any sleep. It just really sucks because if he were a bit better of a person, I'd be entirely inclined to help him succeed and to just hang out with him. Most of it is petty shit, but the big thing is that every time I help him with something, he finds some way of implying that I didn't really help him at all. It's infuriating. And Sexy Mouse adds, Dear B. You were one of my best friends in high school. Despite everyone's advice to the contrary, we decided to get a dorm together in college, even though a voice in the back of my head was telling me this would be a terrible idea. Sure enough, all that annoying shit you do was magnified about ten times. But the deal breaker was that night you got drunk and tried to start shit with me. Let's just say this. The only reason I didn't fucking kick the shit out of you right then was because your girlfriend was there and because I knew you were drunk. On top of it all, though, your drunk ass didn't even apologize to me the next day. When I told you I had to move out of the dorm because of some family shit, brackets, I forget what excuse I gave. That was a lie. It was because living with you was fucking unbearable. Anyway, I hope you're having a good life, and I hope you enjoy whatever the fuck you're doing now. And Emma Nimtum writes, Ron, I knew you were born to lose. I found out many years ago when I showed you Parappa the Rappa. You played one level and then quit because it was too hard. One of the most fun games ever? You couldn't even put in the effort for it? From then on, I knew exactly what to expect from you. Jack fucking shit. And I was right. You're my best friend, and I wouldn't have any friends if you hadn't become my friend in middle school. But now I've been out of college for a few years, and you're flipping burgers after only one semester years ago. All of that weeaboo stuff we did years ago was fun, but I was never truly into it even then and refused to spend any money on it. But you haven't changed a bit. Anime is your life, and you've no idea how bad that is. You have no idea how to manage your life. You're smoking pot now. Fuck. 
You can't afford bus fare back home for Christmas, but you can afford weed. Why didn't you plan for the expense? Oh, that's right. You're incapable of planning. Less than $300 in your bank account? Why not start saving shit? You've also surrounded yourself with low-life trash. You think you're very smart and think you're superior to everyone. You don't show proof of that. Your misc paganism is bullshit. You don't even know the difference between that and Wicca, brackets, and I don't even do it. It doesn't make you interesting. You're just an idiot who doesn't understand it. Also, none of those fucking spells you cast are real, you dumb shit. Especially the love spells. Being gay is fine, but expecting a hot guy when you have glasses, 250 pounds, and a neck beard is bad enough without wanting quote-unquote true love, too. Your fairy tale isn't coming true and you're going to get hurt chasing it, you fool. You told the girlfriend of the guy you're hot for that you're in love with him and you're mad she's being a bitch to you now? What the ever-living fuck is she supposed to think, you miserable idiot? And I'm supposed to sympathize? Psyduck emoticon. I literally learned a decade ago that I cannot try to help you by telling you that you're wrong brackets about anything ever because you'll be a bitch and act like the world is out to get you so fuck you there's not much i can do and if you ever hit rock bottom you're absolutely not welcome in my home because my job does random drug testing and you'll flip out and think i'm a bitch if i lay down rules the only reason you love me so much now is because you can call me on the phone and i never disagree with all your whiny shit i don't have to see you so it's easy to do that I'm willing to forgive a lot because your parents were shit, but that doesn't mean I'm not pissed that you're a piece of trash. The fact that I saw it coming doesn't mean I like it. Fuck. And Spiffo adds, Oh my god, elaborate! And Eminemtum complies with that request by adding, Yeah, Ron. You keep saying that you cast spells that quote-unquote aren't supposed to exist, but you cast them quote-unquote anyway so you can make up the rules? That doesn't prove that you just made it up? You also say that you've quote-unquote felt magic work? Are you sure that wasn't pot-talking? You cast a spell to make someone love you, quote-unquote, with hate in your heart because you wanted so badly to make him do it, and that's why it didn't work? Maybe you're pissed because you're needy, like a baby. Clearly, all you care about is you. It's clear that you like magic because it allows you to paint a fantasy version of reality in which you are special and powerful. Do you want to know why, quote-unquote, psychics you've met have told you you're special? Because they are liars. And because if they told you what you really are like, you would have thrown a fit. Also, I was disgusted when you told me that you and Gary were doing oral on each other in... Ugh. <laughs> also, I was disgusted when you told me that you and Gary were doing oral on each other even in high school. Literally at school. A. You moron. What if you'd been caught? B. That's gross. This totally changes everything. My mom always suspected you were trash, but I'd tell her, quote unquote, no, mom, he's not like that. He's a good kid. She was right, and I was wrong. And Private Scott adds, See, I am sorry that you married a controlling, jealous woman with self-worth issues. I am sorry you and her can't keep it in your pants. I am sorry you got caught fucking our friend A and your wife threw a shit fit. Not because you were cheating, oh no, but because the two of you got too close for your wife's comfort. I am also sorry that your wife has propositioned almost every male member of our peer group, brackets, unsuccessfully, because that is the wedge that is destroying our decade-plus friendship. Fuck you, your wife, and your fuck toy for trying to get me to pick sides. If I weren't your business partner, I would have said goodbye to this clusterfuck months ago. God, you all act like fucking children. Edit. I feel better now. Rage gone. And Kilted Brandon adds, Fuck you, Charlotte. All you wanted was weed money. You seriously need to get your poop grouped if you expect to have any modicum of success in the world. I didn't think a person could be a weed junkie before I met you. You are the reason the ONDCP keeps weed illegal. But if it wasn't that, you'd probably be addicted to meth or something. And walking around naked in front of me to lead me on so I'd give you money was fucked up. Prostitution is cool with me, but false advertising will cause you to lose respect. Jesus, get it together. And Gropomatic adds, V, you're the one who came moping to me after you sucked that first frat boy's dick. 
you're the one who was so ashamed about it that you didn't want to tell me and yet told me anyways. I went to great lengths to assure you that I don't give a shit about how you act, that it's your life to live, and it's not my place to tell you how to behave. And then you call me an asshole when I tell you how stupid it is to go down on random guys at frat parties when you're only going to regret it later? Fuck you, you hypocritical bitch. Oh, and excuse me for having an opinion on how I think people should act. I didn't realize that simply having such an opinion, brackets and not even criticizing those who don't live by it, made me a self-righteous jerk. You are probably the dumbest smart person I've ever met. You don't go to class simply because you don't feel like it, brackets, why would you pay 40k a year to do this is beyond me. You miss tutoring sessions because of your stupid sorority meetings or go to a concert the day before the final exam and you slack off and bullshit when I try to go over the practice exams with you. Then you have the gall to complain to me about how you bombed the final, the same final I got an A on after just putting in 10 to 15 hours worth of study time? Do you really expect me to be proud of you because you quote-unquote decided to stop drinking? Fuck that shit. You were never proud of me for deciding not to drink in the first place. Besides, instead of drinking, now you just smoke pot with that girl you claim to hate. Brackets, obviously not enough to refuse an opportunity to get high. You know what the worst part of it is? I still consider you my friend, and I'll probably spend a good deal of time with you next semester, and I know I'll hate myself for it. You got pissed when I tried to tell you how smothered by you I felt, so I played it off as a stupid joke. But you know what? It's true. I enjoy talking to you and hanging out with you and whatever, but doing that every day without even the hope of something romantic coming out of it gets old real fast. I just hope I find a girlfriend this semester. That way I won't be fed up with you by the end of the school year. I like having you as a friend. I wanted to stay that way, but sometimes you just get on my nerves so fucking bad. And we'll finish this episode with this rant from Office Boy, which goes like this. You stupid Japanese wannabe fat bastard. You're a Filipino bastard, and like all Filipino bastards, you have a shameful history of getting raped by every single fucking bastard in Asia. And worse, by fucking Spaniards and fucking whiteies with all the fuck... <laughs> and worse, by fucking Spaniards and fucking whiteies with a fucking yellow fever. That's okay, though. I'm a Filipino bastard, too, you fucking Filipino bastard. Because at least I can admit our fucking history sucks, but... No, you fucking try to emulate every single Japanese trend out there and it makes you fucking worse than a fucking weeaboo. Fuck you, you filthy, fat, flab, fickle little fucker. You continually keep saying I'm a complete failure, call me and what I do a waste. At every single juncture, whether it's in school, out of school, online, wherever the fuck it is, you and your equally fat, unfunny, retarded, shitcake friends continually talk complete, utter fucking bullshit and nod your heads in agreement. All of you consistently berate and laugh at me for living with my parents. But so what? I'm still 20. I have shit to finish. Don't you too? Oh no, you're too fucking proud. When you don't really have anything to be proud of. Either way, you're in no position to criticize me seeing as every single fucking one of you live with your parents. Shut the fuck up. Give me a fucking call when you're paying your own goddamn rent and utilities. But you know what? At least I'm modest. I don't own a $2,000 plus laptop and a PS3 and all the other high-tech expensive shit most college-aged kids would dream of getting. I also have a job which you don't have and never did. You never even earned any of those. I pay for my own fucking fuel, for the car that I drive, and soon I'll pay for my own insurance. After that comes rent, utilities, and all the other sort of shit that every single adult, which you are not, will be accountable for. It's called responsibility, you dumb shit. Do you have it? I save my money. You never do. You waste anything and everything on stupid food trips and other frivolous shit. Sure, I might be in community college right now, but you know what? I didn't drop out of a bigger, well-known school like you did and wasted that hard-earned money from mommy and daddy during freshman year. Boo-fucking-who! No matter how many excuses you try to make up why you dropped out, brackets, and somehow try to one-up me when it's a complete failure, you will be forever remembered as the stuck-up little shit that kept telling me, quote-unquote, I fail, who ironically dropped out of fucking Stevens. Shut. The. Fuck. Up. Speaking of quote-unquote fail, you have a disgusting, stupid tendency to use internet memes in real life. Like you're so goddamn funny, when in fact, you're like all the other loser hipsters that also use the same stupid internet lingo shit that only belongs on the fucking internet. 
You spend most of your goddamn time playing video games. You also make stupid comparisons. Quote, unquote, oh no, I died six times to Centaur Warchief. He's like infinite HP. Kill yourself, please. How about I hack your computer? Oh no, you dropped that combo. Choke more, please. Fail more. Kill yourself? How about I smash your PS3? Quote, unquote, oh no, you a little bitch. You drive automatic. Kill yourself. How about I piss on your car and toss it down the fucking river? Fuck you, shut up, go cry in the corner, and I hope to see your sorry little ass in Manhattan sleeping in a cardboard box, pretending to be a Vietnam War veteran and collecting chump change from gullible pedestrians. Edit. I also hope you enjoy the unnutritious shit at the dollar menu with a seriously watered-down Pepsi while I eat a medium-rare steak and get drunk over a bottle of some really old red wine. User was put on probation for this post. Punishment reason? Easy with the racism there, sport. User loses posting privileges for one day. Well, what did you think of that? That's just a sample of some of the best posts from the first 14 pages of the Dear person, open letters of complaint from cats, brackets, and peoples, I guess, from something awful forums, there continue to be posts to this day in this thread, and it is currently 413 pages long. Some of, as the thread got older, a lot more of the stuff became kind of uh, jokey and less angry and sometimes insulting the people who are making the posts. That's how the internet goes, but uh, people have problems, especially, uh, this is a very uh, age-bracketed thing, it seems, like a lot of early college through the mid to late 20s uh, people complaining about their roommates and so on. That's very common to be annoyed with your roommates uh, throughout your life until you get married and then you are annoyed with your wife or husband or partner. Um, but uh, hell is other people as they say. I hope you've enjoyed hearing these people complain about their roommates and friends and families because uh who doesn't like complaining? I mean, complaining is one of my best things. I'm really good at it. And uh, certainly, who hasn't had bad roommates? I've had roommates. I've had, you know, going back through my time, I've had mostly good roommates. Um, <clears throat> but I can definitely remember with my former roommate, Jeff, we would go through. I lived with him for over four years. And of course, over four years, we had little tiffs, whether it was... Uh, I remember... He would turn the thermostat down, I would turn the thermostat up, and then our heating bill was like massive. Uh, and then I remember one time he took all the bills for like three or four months and paid all the bills without me realizing it and then presented me with the bill to pay our entire rent in exchange for the fact that he had paid all the bills without discussing this with me. <laughs> so I was like, oh, suddenly I owe $800 instead of owing $300 and you know the cable bill for five months. Uh, why didn't I notice it? Who knows? He was grabbing the bill. So then I did the same thing to him, and he was really pissed. Uh, but, uh, you know, it went back and forth like that for a little while. And then eventually we would just sort of iron it out. But uh, it was a very, that was a very funny, uh, a very funny time. Certainly, I am not the easiest person to live with, and I fully admit that. <laughs> so luckily I found someone who's willing to put up with it for the most part. I never lived in any dorms, but I'm sure I would have been a terrible doormate. At that period of my life, I was really inconsiderate, but who isn't at that age? Well, certainly some people are overly considerate, but I was not one. I remember my brother's first roommate, of course, I may have discussed this earlier, was a guy who brought a waterbed into the dorm rooms and basically didn't go to any classes, walked around the dorm getting high off other people's drugs until he was kicked out of school by like late October, mid-November. So, of freshman year. Just got to college, gave up, asked to leave. You never know what you're going to get <laughs> when you go to college. Anyway, so yes, this has been this episode of Lou Reads the Internet for you. I hope you enjoyed it. I enjoyed reading it for you. I'm sorry that I took so long. As always, thanks again to everyone who supports the podcast and patron. I'm sorry that I didn't get an episode out last month. I'm going to record another episode very soon. I had another episode that I had started recording, but I bailed on it because I wasn't enjoying it. And then it took me forever to do this. Plus, I'm also reading an audiobook and also <laughs> doing other voiceover work. So it's become very difficult. 
to uh, do all the work and be motivated to do so. Anyway, thanks again for everyone for supporting the podcast. Thanks for everyone who writes reviews of the podcast. Please keep writing reviews of the podcast. It's great to see them and it's very motivating to see them when people write them on iTunes and Stitcher. Of course, unfortunately, Spotify does not allow or give places to rate reviews or things like that but if you are listening to it on spotify thanks thanks for listening to it however you listen to it i really appreciate it without further ado i did order new magnets so if you want a magnet please request a magnet from me at loureads at gmail.com i'll be happy to send you a magnet anywhere in the world and uh i think that's gonna do it for this episode of lou reads the internet for you my name's lou this has been lou reads the internet people complaining about their friends edition We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.